0: Love Talk Radio. Let's begin now. You know, today, I just woke up and I My said, wish. No, instead of waiting on a good day, Welcome, welcome, waiting day. around, through up and down, waiting on something to happen. Oh, I'm today. Louisville Kentucky hoops game is uh upon the horizon another year, another edition of it. I uh, just wanted to talk about um the rivalry itself and basically the game for tomorrow um Obviously, we know the numbers every every fan uh does uh we basically Louisville's won one game uh out of the past nine games uh, all the games have been pretty close. Um, but Lowell just hasn't been able to get over the hump. I mean, I've seen this week a lot of fans, including myself, having kind of the same type of outlook. I mean, it's hard to really know if, if Lowell is going to be able to win this game. I mean, there's been too many times last year, and everybody can remember 2014, Sweet 16 game, even the regular season game where – You know, I really had good feelings as far as Louisville pulling out a win over Kentucky, and somehow or another, um, it just didn't happen. So it's kind of – I've kind of got that feeling um, where I kind of need to see it before I actually believe it. Um, You know, as far as uh, some keys to the game, I mean, the games that we've watched – this year on the far as the Louisville side goes, our offense has struggled um, pretty consistently throughout the year. I mean, we've had a good first half in the Baylor game. Uh, we played over Thanksgiving. Uh, well, it was a great first half. And then and we all know what happened in the second half. Uh, and, you know, Louisville's just struggled offensively, like I said. Uh, we've been really good as far as the defensive team goes, and that's a staple of Patino's team's. Um, play play good defense, and uh, this team is no different than the previous ones under Pitino, uh basically. But tomorrow, you know, in this game we're playing the Kentucky team, everybody knows, last Saturday, 103-100 um, victory over UNC, uh, huge game. Um, Malik Monk, 47 points. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, I think he had 24 points and, like, 10 assists, double-double. Um, I mean, Kentucky's bringing what they always bring, you know, a young freshman, super talented class, you know, to this game as they have since Calipari's stepped on campus. So, the key to me is, um, you know, it, it's basic, but Lowell has to make shots tomorrow. There's 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 no room to go on these big droughts that Lowell has gone on. Uh, through some of the games this year, I mean, Ding Adele, we heard about him all off season. Um, he was the star, you know, the big hype guy in the off season. We thought we were going to get something huge from him. Yeah, he's had a few games that he flashed a little bit, but nothing too much. Uh, Ray Balding's been had a, a solid start to the year. He's done well. Um, you know, to me. Um, VJ King has to get playing time tomorrow. I don't care if the guy misses a defensive assignment. I don't care what the deal is. But at some point, um, he has to be on the floor. With a team that's offensively challenged like Louisville is, um, they need anybody and everybody that can score out on the court. Um, That's just the way um, I hope Patino sees it. And I think he's going to be forced to have to do it because if Kentucky comes out and, and you know, stretches and gets a pretty solid lead, we're going to have to get people in there who can score the basketball um, or else the game could get away from us quickly. Um, you know, the one thing that we do, Louisville does have an advantage on is they are big. They have a lot of length, a lot of athletic players. Um, so hopefully that that could, you know, at least disrupt Kentucky in their offensive flow, somewhat, and we and we definitely need to rebound, which um, I think we'll will we'll be able to do tomorrow, um, in the game. Uh, but in the end, like I said, it's as simple as we got to put the ball in the basket. Uh, another thing I haven't heard people talk about too much is, you know, during that game tomorrow, um, when we get to the free throw, free throw line, we have to hit free throws. You know, if we do keep it a close game, you know, those free throws are going to be huge. So when we get that chance, uh, we have to step up and knock those down. Um, you know, tomorrow they're doing a kind of a game day, 30 minutes prior to the game. Um, hopefully the Yum Center's rocking tomorrow. I have no doubt it will be. Um, but I can tell you that, all Kentucky fans, and we hear it, all the time, I mean, they're pretty confident, and they should be after Saturday's game, and from when you look at both teams, it's talent-wise, and, you know, Kentucky brings in a a team that can score a lot of points, so I get it, but uh, at some point, Patino has to win one of these games, I mean, we want to call it a rivalry, I mean, it's being promoted on ESPN all week, red and blue, and, you know, one of the the greatest, if not the greatest, college basketball rivalry, but it's not much of a rivalry if we're not going to win any of these games. You know, this is kind of a complaint I have each year. Um, It seems as if uh, Patino, not saying he doesn't want to win the game. Of course, I I think he wants to win the game. But does he put enough emphasis on the game? You know, because Patino's teams, it's almost like, um, you know, December games – disregardless regardless, if it's Kentucky or whoever they're playing, does does he mind taking a loss? I don't. I don't think he really cares. He uses it as a teaching tool. I mean, we've seen it since he started at Louisville, um, you know, and his teams begin to start uh, catching full gear. Sometimes, usually around February or so. So, being that this Louisville Kentucky hoops game is played every year sometime in December. Um. The Louisville team's just not fully at their best, as most teams aren't. But I think when you play a game early in December in the season like this, when you have a team like Kentucky's had bringing in just better talent nine out of ten times, which the numbers prove, um, that team's going to win that game. You know, to me, I think Calipari, he probably puts a lot of emphasis on this game to his players. I really do think behind closed doors – Um, he really emphasizes he wants to win this game. He knows if he beats Louisville, he keeps all the Kentucky fans off his back for the the time being. And even at the end of the day uh, or the year, if they do come up short or whatever the case may be, they still have that Louisville win uh, they, they lean back on. So, I mean, I just think at some point something has to change in this series as far as, Louisville getting a, a few of these wins under their belt. Um, so, hopefully, uh, we'll see something like that tomorrow. Um, you know, the game, it can go, um, you know, a couple of different ways. Uh, Kentucky could come out, get a big lead, start fast. Um, Louisville could come out, they could get a lead and start fast, but It's all about being close and at least keeping the game within range in that second half and being within uh, if you're up or if you're down within, you know, striking distance in that second half. So they're going to have to play a full 40 minutes of defense. But, like I said, they're going to have to have somebody step up and hit shots. Um, Malik Monk, you know, granted – Huge game Saturday, this past Saturday, with the 47 points. But is the, is the kid going to come out and drop 47 again? I doubt it. But the thing is with that, Kentucky has other players on that team that are capable of um, coming out and having big nights. And as we've seen, and that's been discussed during the week as well, is that what happens with Louisville, a lot of times they'll they'll clamp down on Kentucky's best player, but then they'll have somebody, Kentucky will have somebody, out of nowhere, have the best game of their life. I mean, it just seems to be what's happened uh, in the past uh, as far as these games are concerned. Uh, but we can't worry about that. I mean, we got to lock them down on D as best as we can. And we have to have some of these kids or somebody have a huge night. Um, I definitely think we need a good a good night from the perimeter as far as offensively. We need somebody or multiple people hitting threes, um, that will keep us in the game uh, with Kentucky as well. Um, but, you know, here we go. Like I said, another another year, another battle of the bluegrass. And um, I'm hoping we finally can turn the tide in this series somewhat. It starts with one win. I mean, even with the football game, you know, with Kentucky winning that, I mean, this is huge, huge for Louisville. Um, if they can return a favor and uh, and pull an upset in this game. I think the last line I checked was Vegas had Louisville favored by one, but I fully expect by the time tip-off is tomorrow, uh, I would think Kentucky would be favored by two or three at least. Um, But, you know, another stat I saw, um, Calipari is two and five on Kentucky's first true road games, and this is the first true road game. Uh, for all these young kids. So that's why tomorrow um, the Yum Center has to be rocking. You know, I mean, Patino says it every year, you know, somehow or another so many Kentucky fans get in that game, but, you know, overall the Louisville fans have to drown those people out and we have to make it a raucous, uh, loud, big environment, you know, something these freshmen Haven't really seen yet. I mean, you played UCL. They played UCLA at home. They lost that one. The UNC game was obviously a neutral court game out in Vegas, and they played Michigan State earlier this year as well. That was a neutral court game. Uh, So this is their first true road game. So this is where the fans and Matino talked about earlier earlier this year, where we really need the fans to come in and step up. And uh, be in there and and will this team to some victories this year. So hopefully, and and I'm pretty confident it'll happen. We'll uh, the Louisville fans uh, will bring that energy uh, to the crowd to the to the players out on the court. Uh, some of the other things I wanted to talk about too, as far as this uh, this overall uh, rivalry or series, you know, I mean. I haven't been in Louisville. I live in Jacksonville, Florida now. And I haven't been in Louisville uh, since two thousand one when I moved to Jacksonville and you know, I listen online to um some of the local uh radio shows in, in Louisville, like the ESPN six eighty, some of the guys uh they have on those stations and I'm just wondering what happened to Louisville getting such disfavor from the local media around town. I mean, it's like you call in. I hear listening to these people, um, you know, Calipari, U.K., UK's this, UK's that, Calipari is this, Calipari is that. And it just seems like, I mean, we're in the city of Louisville. I mean, obviously everybody knows about the bridge lighting and what the waterfront park was putting on, trying to get donations. I saw Louisville actually came out ahead and they're going to light the bridge up red now. But my thing is, how is that even the how is that even a debate in the city of Louisville? I mean, that's insane. Um, no other city I've ever heard of. Do you think in Tallahassee they're saying, "Hey, we're going to light up a bridge, um, put donations in for uh, Garnet, for FSU, or or Orange and Blue for Florida"? I mean, I just don't understand what's going on in the city and what why. It just seems like uh, there's some kind of uh, dislike for the local team, Um, you know, because, like I said, listening to these radio stations, too, talk sports, talk Louisville and Kentucky, um, it just seems like they kind of praise Kentucky and Calipari, and, you know, I know that, you know, the football uh, loss was unexpected, but still, I mean Kentucky won their first game against Louisville in six years. And you know, and since the series renewed, um, you know, Louisville's fourteen and eight. And I mean, Kentucky's bound to win a game here or there, but you know, it's funny to me as how Kentucky fans um are all about, oh, you know, talking smack about I get it, you know, you won the game, congratulations. But it's the first one in six years. I mean If I had to choose one, which is a meaningless win over Kentucky in November, uh, or getting a Heisman Trophy winner, I'd take a Heisman Trophy winner all day. But Kentucky fans are too small-minded to understand how it would be better for the program if I had to pick one or the other. Um, I think I would take a Heisman Trophy winner 100 million percent over some U.K. win uh, in November. That's just me, I mean, but as far as, what it does for the program and recruiting a Heisman trophy goes a lot further, um, than some went over Kentucky. Um, but that's just me, but that's just something I wanted to throw out some thoughts I had just because like I said, I haven't lived in Louisville in a, in a great while now. And, uh, I'm just wondering, you know, how the city and the local media, you know, you got your Tim Sullivan's, you got your Bozitz. she has been there for a long time. Um, And these guys that just seem to really rail on the local school, Um, you know, and then they act like, you know, I think Jeff Greer, I saw in the Courier-Journal, had the media panel of picks, and he surveyed, like, 78 media members and who their pick was for the louisville Kentucky Hoops game tomorrow, and something like 60 people out of 78 – Sixty out of the seventy-eight pick Kentucky to win. Uh, I mean that's insane. I mean I, I know Kentucky looks like a pretty good offensive team early on in the season, but I mean we're not playing the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow, and everybody just seems to to think that Kentucky's just going to roll Louisville. And I, you know, I just don't buy it. Like I said, I mean I do have the feeling, like I said earlier in the cast, that I definitely feel like I might have to be where I, I, I see it to actually believe it, but do I do I think that Louisville has no chance? I, I never think that regardless of uh, what year it is or what the difference is between the two teams, Louisville always has a shot. And like I said, I think that plays out in the scores. Even when you look at all the scores of these games, it's not like Kentucky's blowing Louisville out, even when party brings in five McDonald's All-Americans each year and all these draft picks. I mean, all the games generally are within like six, seven, eight points, something like that. I mean, it's, it's they're all generally pretty close games, but Louisville just hasn't been, been able to get over that hump. Um, but, you know, like I said, we'll see. You know, it's hard for me to make a prediction, um, but I'm going to do that. I mean, even though I said I have to see it to believe it, um, maybe, you know, this is a last year, just, just backtracking a minute. Last year, I thought Louisville had a great shot to win and I had a good feeling about it and, and everything. And it just didn't happen. And this year I kind of feel opposite. I really feel like, um, you know, Louisville doesn't have the great shot to win. Not saying, you know, like I said, in my previous points that, um, they don't have a shot, but I just don't really have a great feeling about it, um, which kind of makes me think maybe that's a good thing because whenever I do think they're going to win, they lose, and maybe this will be something, you know, that will reverse it where I don't feel like they have a good chance. Maybe they'll pull it out. Um, but overall, um, bottom line, tomorrow night in the um Center it has to be rocking. Um, even if Louisville they're going off energy to start the game and they get up and get a good you know six seven eight point lead, um, they have to keep being aggressive. They have to keep attacking, you know, because what we've seen too, as we know, Kentucky with that offense is built to even if Louisville gets up, you know, seven eight nine points, they're built to score. So they're they're definitely in position to come back if that's the case and. And what can't happen, absolutely can't happen, is Louisville can't let Kentucky get out to a big lead. Because, like I said, and we all know, uh, I don't think Louisville offensively is built to come back from a from a big deficit. You know, if they keep it within striking range, you know, if they can keep, keep it within six, seven, eight points or something like that, um, they can come back from that. But they can't let Kentucky get out to a big lead because – once that happens, they just start getting into their flow, and it just makes it nearly impossible for this Louisville team offensively to come back. But, you know, who never, who knows? Like I said, some of the stuff in some of these games, you never know what's going to happen. You never know a guy's going to come out, have a huge game, and you never know um, who can just be on fire and be somebody we're not even thinking about. You know, I, I said on Twitter earlier today, I thought DJ King you know, might come out uh, just because he's going to be forced, where Patino, I think, is, like I said, is going to be forced to play him. I don't think you can – and B.J. King tomorrow, I don't think you can sit him on the bench uh, for long periods of time. I think they're they're going to need his offense, and he brings offense. And when he gets in there, capability of driving to the basket, capability of hitting perimeter shots, and I think that um, – you know, that he's going to be a player that, that Patino's, he's not going to be able to just let sit there on the bench. Um, so I kind of predict, uh I'm not going to say kind of, I, I predict that B.J. King's going to have a big game tomorrow. Um, you know, something like a 9, 10, 12-point 12, 12 game. Um, and in the end, I'll go ahead and, and make a prediction of, I think Louisville wins tomorrow night. Um, I think it's going to be something in the realm of, I'll say, 74 to 69 will be my prediction uh, because I think if Kentucky gets into, you know, that 80 point and, and above mark, I just think that means that um, Louisville defensively has, has broken down some and, and, and Kentucky's just been able to score. Um, but if we can keep Kentucky under that 70-point mark, I think uh, Louisville would have a great shot to win that. So that's that's where I'll go with that prediction. Anyway, um, you know, Christmas time and, and in the Bluegrass State basically is tomorrow. So I'm excited about it. I'll be pumped for it. I'll be thinking about it all day tomorrow like I know everybody else will. And I just hope, and pray uh, we can finally win one of these games. Um, before I go any further, though, I just want to give a thanks to everybody listening to the podcast can kind of give um, some information. Hey, guys. just wanted to say thanks for following along or listening to this podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoelShafer2. Uh, also, you can follow the podcast on the website, which is blogtalk.com backslash drolls, sports, and life thoughts. Uh, again, just want to thank anybody uh, that happens to follow along and listen to the podcast that I put out there. Thanks so much. All right. And as always, as I end this thing, go cards and let's bring home a victory. Tomorrow night, I'll recap everything. Um, Come Thursday morning, we'll do a recap, see what happened, see who the big players were in the game, and just kind of go over the whole game and see how everything played out. Go Cards. See you guys. Talk to you guys soon.